The views and opinions expressed by guests on this program are not necessarily the views of Thinking Bigger Business Media, Inc. or its employees. Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Again, if you have not sent in your 25 under 25 nominations. This is the time to do it. We're getting down to the deadline. It is October the 14th. For those of you who don't know what the 25 under 25 program is all about, it's an awards program that honors 25 companies annually that have fewer than 25 employees. We are in our 14th year. The big black tie optional gala will be held Saturday evening, February the 28th at the Marriott downtown. It's a big deal. Uh, We get about 800 people out there to celebrate, a lot of energy. So if you qualify, you need to nominate yourself or those you do business with. Again, you can go out to 25under25.com and fill out the nomination form. And if you have lots of nominations, you can send us a spreadsheet. Uh, Self-nominations are accepted as well. So make sure you do that, 25under25.com. And all of the eligibility requirements are out there as well. Now, talking about successful businesses and business owners, today we have in the studio what a lot of people call uh, Kansas City's power couple, dynamic duo, serial entrepreneurs, whatever you want to label them. We have Eddie and Shamika Kennison with us today, and when we get back from break, we're going to find out more about them, what they're up to. We'll be right back. Looking to establish your brand as an industry leader? Want to deliver helpful, relevant content to your niche audience? Look no further. Our staff at Custom Publishing can produce branded newsletters, magazines, podcasts, and so much more. We'll take you from concept to distribution or assist you with any stage in between. Writing, editing, design, audio production, voiceovers, digital, print. If you have a communication need, we have a solution. Call 913-831-8100. Call us today and discuss the possibilities. That's 913-831-8100 for all your custom publishing needs. Good morning. Welcome back to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. And our guests today are Shamika Kennison and Eddie Kennison. Uh, Shamika is a hair, makeup, and beauty expert, as I said earlier, a serial entrepreneur. And we all know Eddie as uh, from his days as the wide receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs, a very successful one at that. And he is now involved uh, with some entrepreneurial endeavors, which you'll hear some more about this morning. And they're both involved in uh, a foundation to combat lupus. So welcome to the show today. Thank you. you. Thanks for having us. It's great to have you. As I said, you're both very successful in your own right. What brought you together? How did you How did you get together? <laughs> well, the story is he was stalking me. Oh. That's, that's my story. And then his story is the exact same as mine. So, <laughs> so I guess there's no denying it. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were destined to be together. God knew what he was doing when he put us together. So many great things happened, you know, over the course of 19 years. Man, we had to be... You're 19, old. Man, 19 years on December 24th of this year to be 19 years that we met. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, so, but yeah, we were, we were destined to meet, and uh, God 
you know, he had a plan for us, even though she didn't know it, but I was I was after. I said, that's my girl, and I had to go get my girl. Here we are. <laughs> and, and doing wonderful things together. Let's talk, Shamika, about uh, your endeavors. You got started in 2002. Yes, uh, okay, yes. Tell us about I, that. I got into the beauty industry in 2002. Um, previously, I was in school, and as you know, Eddie was traveling from city to city, and I was like, if I have to transfer one more credit, I don't know what I'm going to do because I, I had to keep transferring schools. So we finally landed in Kansas City, and I said, you know what, I'm going to try something different. Um, and I, I went to cosmetology school, and that's where it all started. And and I knew when I started cosmetology school that I would be a business owner. Um, and when I got into uh, the makeup aspect of it, I just fell in love because I saw the transformations um, and the the smiles that I can put on women's faces as I as I worked with them, and so that kind of led me to where I am today. Mm-hmm. And you you say you went to cosmetology school. A lot of people go to cosmetology school, but within just a few years, your uh, what you were doing was being showcased in national publications, national media like People Magazine, Regis and Kelly, and the list goes on. How did you make that? leap from cosmetology school to not being nationally showcased? Well, I think from the very beginning, I knew that um, I wanted to be an inspiration to others, and I wanted to do uh, something that was just out of the ordinary. And it's really a challenge when you're um, a hairstylist or a cosmetology student to get into um, international publications, but I was very uh, blessed to know some people who you know, lent me a helping hand. And so I just networked, and I was able to travel with Danny Boatwright, who won Survivor Guatemala. That's how it got started. So once I started working with Danny, I I realized, number one, that it was possible, and number two, that I was able to inspire others. So I just just kept it going, and from there I got into education. And... um, and so that's that's how um, I was able to get into the to the national spotlight. Well, and what you said is so true. To take advantage of the relationships that you have, so many people, even you know, successful entrepreneurs, I know it took them a long time to realize that they need to ask people that they just can't do it themselves, and that it is okay to ask. And most people are very willing to help. Yeah, absolutely. I think the um, the point there is that um, your relationships have to be true from the very beginning. So. Um, I I always, when I meet someone and I feel like we can have a working relationship together, I try to get just um, a friendship, you know, and so that way there's that, that equal trust there, mm-hmm. and I'm not just meeting this person and, and trying to um, use them for what they have, mm-hmm. but I try to offer my services as well. So right. like there's a way that I can help that person in their endeavors and what they're doing, then the relationship you know, goes both ways. Right. Great advice. Fast forward to 2011, and you started Empower Me. You launched Empower Me. Tell us about that. Yeah, Empower Me um, came out of actually my cosmetology school that I owned, and um, I'm big into makeup, and I felt like I needed a brand that was conducive to teaching students, so mm-hmm. something that was cost-effective but still worked um, as far as cosmetics and makeup was concerned, and so 
I felt like instead of going out and buying someone else's brand and building their brand, that I could build my own. And then I wanted to teach the students how to do the same thing because a lot of them wanted to have their own cosmetic lines mm-hmm. and they wanted to start their own businesses. So what better way to do that than to do it right in front of them? And they helped me. They helped me choose colors. They worked with the skincare on the clients that came in, so they had firsthand experience on how the process worked when starting a cosmetic and a skincare line. Right, so very interactive, and as you said, they're learning entrepreneurial skills in addition to the technical skills yes. that are necessary to, to be successful in this industry. Eddie, let's turn to you. Uh, you've been really busy since uh, your football days. You are involved uh, with the restaurants right now. Tell us about what you're up to these yeah, days. Yeah, so uh, Cellar and Loft is one of our mm-hmm. um, brick and mortars that's in the River Market, uh, just a little north of Kansas City. And uh, we're in the process of negotiating to uh, buy our partner out uh, so we can have sole ownership of Sterling Loft because uh, there's a a new brainchild that's kind of on the horizon. It's called Barrel 87. Think of a wine barrel in my Mm -hmm. old jersey, number 87. And, uh, And so that process is happening, and it's all dealing with food and wine. And how many people in this world loves food and wine pairing? Uh, yes, and I'm one of them as well. And, <laughs> I think everybody in the room, yes. Right. Uh, my wife, not so much the wine, but oh. the food aspect of it, oh, she loves it. And uh, just recently I've been doing some uh, some cooking with uh, our good friend and uh, James Beard Award winner, Chef Michael Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've all been to his restaurant. Yes. And I just got back from Napa doing some, some cooking with Michael Smith. So I'm really into that, that food and wine uh, aspect of my life. Uh, it doesn't hurt as much as the football did. So, uh, <laughs> a little softer. Uh, it, huh? it's, a, it's a lot softer. Uh, the only thing, you just have to watch your fingers in the kitchen. That's it. There you go. Yeah, but uh, that's happening right now, and it's uh, it's very fun. A lot of, of football players go into business uh, after their football careers, and what led you to food and wine. Did you have an interest in it previously, or did it look like a good business deal? What led you there? Um, in 2003 uh, is when we bought into the, the wine business. Uh, I had a really good friend who was already in the wine business and asked me to come in as his partner. I was still planning at the time, uh, playing football at the time, and uh, I said, yeah, why not? It seems like it's pretty cool. It was fun. And here we are, you know, 12 years later, and me not knowing at the time that I would eventually move into this aspect of business, that it turned out perfect. Uh, Just because I have so many friends that are in the wine and food Mm -hmm. industry, and it just kind of, my passion just kind of slowly crept there. And, uh, you know, here we are today. And uh, so I I had a friend back then that kind of said, hey, I want you to be my partner. And it was a, yeah, okay, I'll Mm -hmm. do it. And it didn't cost me a whole lot of money uh, back then. It just, yeah, I'll do it. And I, I think it may have cost us five grand to get into this business. Wow. Something like that. It's so a lot cheaper than starting a winery, that's for sure. Way cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, too, once you start learning about wine, I mean, you, you're on this side of the wine industry, but I think once you start learning about wine and how it's produced and mm-hmm. the grapes and so forth, you realize that uh, that is, that's a whole family business, mm-hmm. you know, when you 
look when you go out and meet these uh, people in Napa and so forth that you just get excited because they're business owners too and and they are so entrepreneurial and it's really an agricultural business right. and people don't think of it that mm-hmm. way. Yeah, it's it's all farming mm-hmm. and if you've never had an opportunity to to go to Napa or Oregon or Europe or Australia wherever you know they're making wine and you get an opportunity to go meet the the vineyard owners, the winemakers. Uh, the staff that works on uh, uh, the, the grounds, then you get a true appreciation for what that wine really is and how much love really goes into a bottle of wine. And it, it helps us on this side of the business to really appreciate what the winemakers and, and business owners have done because you've been to their property and you sat at a round table and mm-hmm. had their wine with right. them. and uh, So it makes it makes it a lot more fun. Sure. Tell us um, a little bit more about your new endeavor with Barrel 87, and, mm-hmm. and that's an online uh, Correct. business. Okay, tell it, us about it. it it's, it's geared more towards the food. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I'll be calling on my ex-teammates and some some celebrity chefs that I know, uh, some of uh, some friends that I know, and we're basically bringing a television production crew into their homes, and we'll be cooking their family recipes. And uh, my job is to really pair the wine with their family recipes. And uh, it's again, it, it allows me to go out and and see my ex-teammates and some friends and cook food and eat the food and pair it with wine. There's nothing better and easier than, you know, traveling and eating food and drinking wine. So that's kind of how that was built, more towards the food aspect of Mm -hmm. it because I really become, I know a lot of people don't like this word, a foodie. But <laughs> hey, if it fits. <laughs> but uh, that's what I've really become, and yeah. uh, I really enjoy that aspect of it. And I know everyone, I'm sure that I've played with that I that I'll call on, and they say yes, they have a family recipe, they have something oh, that their grandmother yeah. or mother made for them mm-hmm. that they will cook for the rest of their lives. Well, that's what I want to do. I want to I want them to cook that and yeah. let everyone uh, across the board see what's going on. So, so how frequently will this air? Will it be a weekly? Uh, how, how? Yes. This. Uh, so the the series will air once a month. Once a month. Yes. Okay. And uh, you you'll get an opportunity to go on and 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 see the video, the actual live video, and uh, and see the wine that's actually paired uh, with that particular recipe. Okay. And when can we expect to be able to see this? Well, that's a good question. It's still in the works. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, the business is forming. Um, I'm going to take a, a, a leap of faith, and, and faith is the operative word, and I'm going to say 45 days. Okay, so so before the holidays, yes. Yes, Okay. that's the plan. All right, we'll, we'll be watching. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, I want to talk with... Eddie and Shamika about how they work together with the foundation that fights lupus. You're listening to Smart Companies Radio on Blog Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Would the real Obamacare please stand up? The No Politics Ben Free Zone for Healthcare and the Affordable Care Act. I'm your host, Alex Greenwood, and I'm joined every week by your federally certified Affordable Care Act specialist, Mr. Greg Howard. That's a mouthful. You said it, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about what we really do. What we really do is help people understand how the Affordable Care Act impacts them, their family, their business. We make it simple so that people can go on with their lives. 
Couldn't have said it better myself. And you'll find it every Friday at 1 p.m. on Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio at blogtalkradio.com. That's Would the Real Obamacare Please Stand Up, Fridays at 1. Thinking Bigger Business Media is accepting nominations for the 14th Annual 25 Under 25 Awards. These prestigious awards recognize 25 outstanding businesses with under 25 employees. We're looking for dynamic Kansas City area for-profit companies with under 25 employees that have been in business at least three years and have shown steady growth, a commitment to the community, and an ability to overcome challenges. If your company or a company you do business with qualifies for the 25 Under 25 Awards, fill out a nomination form online at 25under25.com. That's 25under25.com. Or call 913-432-6690 for details. Self-nominations are encouraged. Apply now. Nominations are now open and close October 14 for 25 Under 25. Special thanks to our sponsor, UMB. Visit 25under25.com to nominate your business. Good morning. Welcome back to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. We're visiting here today with Eddie and Shamika Kennison, and we were talking when we went to break about your new online endeavor, Barrel 87. And you're planning to get that launched before the holidays. And yes. if somebody would like to go, I, you've got a website actually launched already, and you can learn more about it and, and I guess, read some blogs. Right, absolutely. It's, would... it's Barrel87.com, and they can go in. Uh, my wife, is uh, she's the brainchild behind a lot of the blogs and everything. As you can tell, she's pretty and she's smart. <laughs> uh, you know, Great combination. So, yes, Barrel87.com is where they can go in. Uh, it's not a full launched website yet. It's just something that we put there so people can see that we're in the process of making this happen. Uh, so it's uh, don't be don't go there and say, oh man, it's not what I expected. It's it's very very minute right now, but something is there. And once we do launch it, it will be pretty big. Well, we'll be watching. Uh, you both have your separate businesses. A lot of husband and wife teams that I see uh, are working together in the same business. Mm -hmm. How do you make those dynamics work? I would think, I mean, it's one thing to work in the business together and you know what the challenges of your spouse are because you've been with them at work during the day, but you two are both running multiple businesses, Mm -hmm. it sounds like separately. And so how do you how do you balance that dynamic along with your relationship? Well, we uh, I think we understand that we only have 24 hours in a day and it's how we manage those 24 hours. Uh and me, you know, grew up basically in a team sport and my wife did as well because she was a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. And in either sport whether it was football or cheerleading, everyone had their strengths and everyone had their weaknesses. And I think we understand what our strengths and what our weaknesses are uh, in our marriage, uh, in our parenting, in our business, and we play off each of those. Uh, I don't try to overstep my boundary and say, oh, yes, I know more than you in this because of whatever. If I know she's strong in that area, then I say, that's yours, man. Mm -hmm. I'm leaving it alone, Mm -hmm. and vice versa. And uh, that's how uh, I think it works so well because we understand our roles in every aspect of our lives. Yeah, when it comes to numbers and organization and business plans, um, that's my my expertise. And then when it comes to working with people and building teams and um, camaraderie along uh, with staff members and things like that, that's his 
expertise. So we, we kind of know mm-hmm. basically whatever the issue is. If it has to do with, with people, he handles it. If it has to do with, you know, finances and numbers, then I handle it. So. I know how to organize my shoes in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it sounds like you've got a good grip at home, too, on on uh, each of you carrying your weight. It's not uh, maybe disproportionately on one versus the other. I don't know. My husband's pretty good when it comes to the house. I'm I'm going to I'm going to step back and say he handles most of the house, which is for me a blessing. Mm-hmm. Um just because, you know, we have three kids right. and he gets up in the morning with the baby, takes him to daycare, he'll come back and, you know, or he'll go to the office for a few hours and he'll go get the baby and he'll make dinner and yeah, so he he does laundry and so he wow. handles he handles I got pretty lucky in that area. He handles a lot of the stuff at home so that I can work on the businesses right. and things like that. So You just okay. gave me another business idea with saying that. What's can you reveal it? Oh, yeah, gosh. absolutely. <laughs> and I'm going to have to go and trademark it really quick on on men at home start a start a men at home program. This is what you do at home to make sure your wife is happy. Ah. Not only, but you know, give mm-hmm. some tips and ideas about what it really means to be a man at home. Ooh. There yeah. you go. Another radio and show. And there you have it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> it is done. So you you both work together on one thing uh though and that is the Eddie Kennison Foundation. How did you get why why did you start the foundation and and why are you so passionate about the the cause for lupus? Well, um we're so passionate, first of all, uh, because uh, Shamika was diagnosed uh, with lupus um, in 2001. And uh, one of the ladies that um, used to work with us, we were sitting in the uh, the, the Kansas City airport one day, mm-hmm. and she looked over and she said, you know, this is going on. Have you ever thought about, you know, starting a foundation to figure out what this is and raise money for it? No, I haven't, but let's do one. And that's kind of how it was the, the the child was born in the the, the MCI airport and uh, went home and said this is something that I think we need to look into and she was on board with it and uh, we launched it in 2003 uh, when uh, yeah in 2003 and ever since then we've been on this mission to find a cure for lupus in 2006 um, I'd had an opportunity to meet Woody Johnson. Uh, Woody is the owner of the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. We were actually playing the Jets in a home opener game here in Kansas City, and I saw Woody standing in the tunnel. And I had read some things about Woody. He had started a foundation called ALR, or Alliance for Lupus Research. Uh, Woody has uh, uh, had two daughters, one with lupus, one with uh, juvenile diabetes. And I went over to Woody and I said, this is what I've done. I've started this foundation to find a cure for lupus. Heard you were doing it. I'd like to talk to you more about it. And him as an owner, I'm warming up. And he said, I'll write you a letter and put it in your locker and uh, we'll get in touch then. And you know me, I'm like, yeah, he's mm-hmm. going to write me a letter. Yeah, right. write Mr. Owner. Sure enough, <laughs> on the next Wednesday, a FedEx package shows up in my locker with a handwritten note from Woody saying, this is my number, give me a call, let's talk about it. And and two years ago, Quick Start, the Eddie Kennison Foundation, and Alliance for Lupus Research, we merged our businesses together for one common cause, and that's to find the cure for lupus. Okay, so it's very research-focused? 
Yes, 100% of the funds that are raised goes to research. Mr. Johnson takes care of all the administrative costs, which is why I think we were so um, adamant about partnering with the ALR mm-hmm. because, you know, the money's not spent on things that, you know, most foundations, yes, it's needed, but since we have the opportunity to work with someone where all of the the funds raised go to research, um, it was just a great a great uh, partnership for yeah. us. And mm-hmm. they they also have a a facility in New York where uh, scientists, doctors, researchers are all in this one facility, and uh, every dollar that's raised across the country it goes into that facility, and um, which was phenomenal for us mm-hmm. because we know that not one dollar is wasted anywhere else. Right. And I was going to ask you about that. Who do you align with uh, for this research hospital? But you actually have a dedicated facility that the foundation owns it? Yes. Yeah, and I think they they give grants to uh, scientists and experts that will come in. And Mm -hmm. in, in a certain amount of time, if nothing is done or no progress is made, then they just bring a whole new set of yeah. uh, of researchers in to work on it again. So they're really, really aggressive with, with the work that they do, and we're really proud to be partners with them. Mm-hmm. How do you do your fundraising? What are some of the – do you have events and runs and races and things like that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we do a couple smaller events during the course of the year. Uh, our annual event, and which ALR really started this huge event, it's a walk. And every year we do a walk, uh, and they do multiple walks around the country. But ours here in Kansas City is actually coming up a week from tomorrow. It's Saturday, October 11th, uh, out at Community America Park, or some people will call it T-Bone Stadium. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a 9 a.m. registration. It's a 10 a.m. walk. It's a 5K. Uh, We encourage everyone to bring their family, bring the dog, you know, bring the cat, (laughs) whatever. It's a family fun uh, atmosphere. We have big, huge balloon walks for the kids and cotton candy, all of this fun stuff uh, that goes on for the walk. And it's a 5K walk, and um, we're done probably by noon on a Saturday. So and it doesn't take the whole day. It doesn't take the entire day, mm-hmm. and you can either run or walk. doesn't matter which one, And uh, but I prefer to to walk. It's a lot easier. <laughs> So, yeah, so that's our annual deal. And uh, they have they have walks in New York, Chicago, Indianapolis, um, I want to say Anaheim, California, uh, and a few other places around the country. So the walk is our annual deal that we okay. do every year. And you mentioned, okay, October the 11th, and you, registration is at 9 a.m.? Not 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Or, or they can go to lupuswalkkc.org. All right. And register there. You can join a team uh, on lupuswalkkc.org, or you can uh, create your own team there as well. All right. Do they have to pre-register, though, or can they just show up that morning and yes, register? Yes, they can. They okay. can just show up that morning and register. All right, and that's going to be held out at Community America where the T-Bones play. Uh, tell us again about uh, Barrel 87 and where they can go and check that out. Uh, so it's barrel87.com. And uh, they can go and see just the small blogs that are there, and uh, but look for some things. Hopefully, 45 days. That's my that's my leap of faith. If it doesn't happen in 45 days, then I'm going to say it's going to happen in another 45 days. <laughs> and, yeah, but that's our plan. That's our plan. Yeah. Well, it'll it'll get it'll get there. And Shamika, where can people go to check out? Uh, your your products. Um, well, right now I'm launching a new product line called Lily Jolie, oh. and it's all about natural confidence. And actually, um, the Alliance for Lupus Research and I, we're partnering, and I'm creating a purple lip gloss 
um, and that's like the color uh, that signifies the lupus mm-hmm. um, support, um, a purple lip gloss that's going to um, help raise money as well. And um, right now I have a Facebook page. It's Lily Jolie, L-I-L-Y-J-O-L-I-E. Um, website is being um, completed right now, and our launch date for the skincare products and cosmetics is November the 15th, so they can find me there for now. You guys don't have very much going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and by, by the way, we, we failed to mention our three lovely children, right? Yeah. Carrington, who's you, 16. You to them. Yeah, yeah, and Josiah, who's 12, and Griffin, uh, who's 15 months. So those guys, uh, if you listen to this program and when you listen, yeah, Mom and Dad, we love you very much, brother. <laughs> Don't know how they couldn't. But 45 days, and yours is November 15th. Yes. Uh, you realize 45 days is uh, November 15th, pretty much. So you both are think about it that way. That. Wow. Well, You're both you launching. So yes. good luck with that. Thank you anyway, so much. Congratulations on all your successes, and we'll have you back after Kelly, 45 days and yes. see, see what's going on. We'd love to be here. Thank, thank you, you very so much. Thank you so much for welcome. having us. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit our website at ithinkbigger.com. Follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media, or on Twitter at I Think Bigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.